Good morning and welcome back to Your Best Life, a podcast about all things I have thought of or found or researched or whatnot on how to live your best life. I am Jennifer Haley. I am a psychiatrist. I am a whole lot of other things, but today I'm going to focus on my psychiatrist self. I often do a lot of spiritual talks on here, and I won't lie, today almost was about attachment um, to things, not to people, <laughs> or well, maybe to people, but uh, it's, I think, an important practice to not be attached to outcomes, but that is for another day, because today we're going to talk about attention problems. I have had a rash of people in my practice, well, let me back up. This is one of the most common complaints. I can't pay attention. Most people feel they have attention deficit disorder. Attention deficit disorder has a very specific diagnostic criteria. It is absolutely something that is probably poorly understood as much so as any of our psychotic disorders. And and I mean not well understood from a cause perspective. So we're pretty bad at treating attention problems. And that evidence has been shown through a study called the MTA, multimodal treatment, something or another. Apologize. I should have been a little more prepared. But this study followed people for several years. The initial outcomes were at 14 months, but then it stretched out farther. The last assessment was in 2017. And they did behavioral interventions, they did medication only, they did combined, and they had four separate arms. And interestingly, at the four separate arms, mean meaning four separate stages of, uh, I'm sorry, four separate groups that were studied. So these people, young, they were young people with attention problems, had no difference in outcome at the 2017 evaluation. At 14 months, some of them did have improvements, but not what you would think. And interestingly, this emphasized to those of us who are curious about this phenomenon that, you know, we don't really understand it. There are a lot of psychiatric disorders, there are a lot of physical disorders that we just don't understand. And that is a lot of why I got into the whole spiritual aspect of things, because we didn't understand it. I I don't know if I've ever told my panic attack story, but I think I did, about how I got into hypnosis because I was having panic attacks during uh, open water swims, which, by the way, is a really terrible time to have a panic attack, especially for the first time. I was a psychiatry resident at the time, and I was very aware of what was going on, but couldn't stop it, and I I was terrified that I was going to drown and die. And it's very interesting on that one because everyone's like, well, were you afraid you would get kicked or drug under by people? I'm like, no, I literally got scratched by someone's toenail on my face. That didn't scare me. It was the fact that I would lose control and not be able to swim and die. (laughs) So anyway, that's a side note. Back to the attention issue. I also think that there's a big expectation. So I guess we are kind of back to being detached from our expectations and outcomes in a way that we should be able to pay attention all the time. And and that's just not true. The average person, forgive me, I should look at these statistics right before I broadcast or podcast or whatever we're going to call this. 
The statistics show that typically people can only pay attention for about two minutes in a lecture, if that, and then they're just off in another world. And it is recommended to get up and have study breaks two or three times an hour. I think 15 to 20 minutes is the mark for that. These things we expect of ourselves in our culture today are not attainable. We can't pay attention all the time. We can't have perfect focus. And if our mind is distracted by any kind of outside event, not much less the inside events, right? That's a problem. I've had a lot of patients who have significant post-traumatic stress symptoms. Maybe they meet criteria for the disorder. Maybe they don't who have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder or attention deficit disorder because of their reactive mood, because of their inability to pay attention. And it has nothing to do with bipolar disorder or attention deficit disorder. It has to do with the fact that their subconscious mind is trying to protect them from this trauma that is very disturbing for them to think about. So when we look at these studies and we look at the treatments, which can cause death, they can cause decreased growth in children. They can cause all kinds of problems. Um, They're very hard on the cardiovascular system. And people don't understand always that taking a medication has potential risks and side effects. You know, drinking too much water can cause seizures. So that's my point. Anything you put in your body has a consequence, side effect, whatever you want to call it. So Maybe if we all got on the same page about what the reasonable expectation for paying attention is in our life and learning how to manage our coping skill or how to have better coping skills, which all of us can work on. I'm still working on it and manage our symptoms. It's, it's really important. I had a troubling week. <laughs> I had sold my condo and am looking for a new place to live and I really wanted this one down the street and thought it was going to work out. Turns out it's not. Found out about that. I have some legal things going on there. Um, not, I didn't do anything wrong. Someone owes me some money. <laughs> and so I'm pursuing that. And that was coming on Friday, this past Friday, a couple days ago, the 17th. And then on top of that, my car had an oil leak, which actually ended up being a coolant leak. But I thought it was an oil leak. And there was just all kinds of chaos around this. This all happened this week, and I had to figure these things out. I was very proud of myself. I had one time where I kind of lost it. But I didn't even cry, though, which was a significant improvement. But it's because they've been focusing on, okay, I can only do what I can do in this moment. We have to find a plan for moving forward. And when I'm with patients, I have to be attending to that, not to my mortgage that I need to work on or my car that they're going to call me about or my lawyers calling me. Those things need to be put in a reasonable order, but, and they can't be ignored, just like bills can't be ignored and things like that can't be ignored. But we have to remember that we can only pay attention to one thing at a time. I think that's maybe the most important take-home from this whole little conversation I'm having, which is actually a monologue, not a dialogue, is that we don't realize that the multitasking thing can't happen. Our brain can only pay attention to one thing at a time. That is a universal fact of humans. Now, sometimes we can take out the dishes, listen to the TV or a podcast or the radio or whatever, and be doing a few things at once. But if you try to type or write while you're talking 
and you're not saying the words or typing the words that you're trying to think about, you can't do it. It's impossible. I don't care who you are. You can't do it. So our brain is really meant to manage one thing at a time. And I think we've lost sight of that in our culture because we're driving, driving, driving. You know, there are places that I've visited or lived where a 16-hour day is considered like normal. And if you're working a 16-hour day and you're sleeping four or five hours a night, which people have this expectation that they don't need more of that, that's not true. Our brain needs to reset. The neurokinins need to reset. If we don't do that, we don't have time for recovery repair for our body, for our mind, for our nervous system. We're never going to progress forward. It's a kind of a silly example, but with my weightlifting, when I started training with my trainer, Matt, in February of 20. 16, I could barely deadlift 100 pounds. It was very hard for me, um, but this week I did 215 pounds, and that's in a little over a year, 15 months. It's a big step up, but why could I do that? Because now I'm sleeping well, because I'm nourishing my body right, and making sure it gets enough protein, making sure I get enough recovery and rest. Okay, maybe you could do a little better with that. But I sleep. I don't tax myself 24-7, 365. So I think I'm getting a little off course and rambly, which is something, by the way, I do, as you all know, if you listen regularly. But let's just focus <laughs> for a minute. Attention. What does that mean? That means being present, right? So we're back to that. And we can't be present with more than one thing or in more than one moment at a time. Our expectation is that we can, and that's a cultural expectation. It's just an impossibility with our human form. Just because you have a hard time paying attention, it could be caused by so many things. Depression, anxiety, trauma, poor nutrition, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep is a big one. Eight hours is kind of recommended. Seven to eight for an adult. Most of us need that, but we have found ways to get around it. And more caffeine doesn't necessarily mean easier to pay attention. It is a stimulant, but that doesn't mean that it's going to work that way. And it also can cause more anxiety. So everybody just remember, you can only pay attention to one thing at a time. You can only be your best self, and you can only look at the reasons you're not paying attention, which oftentimes have very little to do with actual organic physiologic structure of your brain being a problem. I just want everybody to think about this. I really do, and I'm. this is very hard for me to admit, but for many years have had a bias against attention deficit disorder. I, I really think that there are so many other causes and explanations for it and that stimulants, you know, they're controlled substances. They're very easily abused. And, and there are people that don't know that are not really the answer. So we're not, for better or worse, physically all created equal. We all deserve the same rights. We all deserve to have everything we want in life, especially if we allow it, right? Because who's the limiting factor on our happiness? We are. (laughs) Um, But just remember, you can only pay attention to one thing at a time, and maybe there's another thing that's keeping your attention elsewhere. A little bit of a preachy one. Sorry about that. A little of me is hesitant to post this, but I think I'm going to. Always interested in your constructive (laughs) feedback, and I really hope that all of you have a good day and take very good care of yourselves.